This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 284 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're going to look at sugar. We're going to answer the question, would you eat some cookies for $25,000? That's amazing. And I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the new TV shows that are on that are focusing on fitness. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I won't qualifies thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. And if you're new to the show, look, here's the deal. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a dude or a dudette like you trying to lose some weight. And um, this podcast was created a couple years ago to document my weight loss. The bad news is, well, I, I lost weight, and then I found it, and then I lost weight, and then I found it. I'm kind of on the right track. I have been for a couple months. In fact, as I look at my phone since the last time I recorded an episode, I am down two pounds. I was at 202, and I am at 200. In fact, yesterday I was in Wonderland. Uh, and don't get crazy on that. When you go under 200 or under 300 or whatever you're trying to get under, and then you go back up. It's it's. Uh, I, I won't lie. It's you know. You you think you've seen the last of it, but your weight fluctuates. Now, if I get down to one ninety five, and then the next day I'm above two hundred. Yeah, all right, that will be a little. I'll be looking at going. What's going on? But um, I've been consistently losing weight. And you're like, great, Dave. How you doing it? Well, I cut out soda completely. I drink water, and uh, I drink water, and I drink water. In fact, I drink eighty ounces of water a day. Every meal, I have a protein and I have a vegetable. And then I eat these other things called uh, fruits. So, yep, you guessed it. I'm eating fruits, vegetables, and protein and drinking a lot of water. It's really that it. And I, I don't get my meals through a drive through And I don't drink alcohol. Um, and so that's how I'm doing it. And I'm exercising. Not a ton. Not as much as I'd like. But just fixing the food, you know, it's all about the food. And so welcome to the show. And I want to share a comment I got. I said uh, a couple episodes ago that uh, my goal is to, you know, at the end of the year, I'm probably going to let the podcast go because I'm kind of like, okay, I think I know where I'm at at this point. And I've got some other things with podcasting going on. And I got this note from Laura in Oregon. She says, Dave, I love, love, love your podcast. Well, Laura, thank you so very much. I've been listening since 2012. Wow, that's a lot of Dave. And I'm so incredibly proud of you eating for health. Well, thank you. Dumping sugar, dumping empty calories for the fast Franken foods. What? You mean the, um, what's the one thing McDonald's? It's a sausage McGriddle. 
Yeah, you mean sausage doesn't naturally come with <laughs> with syrup in it? Um, working more actively in your daily routine. Yeah, I am. I've actually been doing. Um, I've been trying to do some sort of exercise, even if it's just eight minutes. Uh, not as much as I want, but I'm doing more. And she says, I lost my weight, 50 pounds. Way to go. 50 pounds. Wow. She says, early on, and I keep listening to your podcast to stay motivated in my sugar and starch dodging lifestyle. You're always upbeat. I love your voice, your corny jokes, and a fun sense of humor. Well, I I try to not be boring. That's my goal. And um, she says, I'm writing to challenge you to keep podcasting at least monthly for a year after you hit your goal weight. All right. Talk me into it. She says, staying on target after you're rocking your whatever. I'm looking for like any like 185 would be good uh, for me. And uh, I do have a pair of skinny jeans that I should be trying on because I had another cool thing where I had to go to the next button in the belt loop. I don't know if uh, females have to do that, but I mean, I know occasionally you guys have belts and things like that, but I actually was like, wow, this is so I'm about ready to try on the skinny jeans. Um says, I'm really looking forward to your insights. Uh, You're always so full of tips, tricks, and heartfelt sharing of your trials. Uh, You turn me on to the Fitbit. Yes, that is the pedometer on steroids. Go over to uh, LogicalLoss.com slash Fitbit, and you'll see my article on that. says, I'm looking forward to your tech reviews, and uh, keep it up for 2006. Yeah, I am quite the gadget geek. In fact, I'll probably throw that in today. I found a, a, a couple apps that I've been playing with. And she says, uh, so happy and proud and encouraged for you finally eating like a person who gives a damn about themselves and their world. And that's really part of it. And um, so, Laura, thank you so much for uh, doing that. And, yeah, I I like that idea. So speaking of that, I'm going to go over and the the government basically came out with new kind of eating guidelines. And uh, here is a quick report. Uh, from CNN that explains what this means. Every five years, the government updates its guidance on what it thinks you should be eating to stay healthy. More than likely based on what lobbyists are paying them. The big change this time around, the government is finally putting a limit on sugar, saying it should make up no more than 10% of your daily calories. So if you're on a 2,000 calorie a day diet, that's about 50 grams of sugar. Drink more than one regular can of soda, and you've already maxed out. So let's jump in there. A can of soda is 12 ounces. When was the last time you saw a can of soda? When was the last time you went to a fast food place and they gave you 12 ounces of soda? So if one can is over and nobody's, you know, a can is 12, uh, one of those plastic bottles is 20. Yeah, we're way, way, way over in the, the sugar category. And while the recommendations on sugar are stricter, the guidance on cholesterol is looser. That 300 milligram daily limit is gone. While no more than 10% of your calories should come from saturated fat, eggs are back in, so long as you don't overdo it. You do have to cut back on salt, no more than 2,300 milligrams a day. That's just about a teaspoon, so not a lot. Here's what a healthy meal plan would look like. Seafood, at least eight ounces a week. You want two cups of fruit and two and a half cups of veggies every day with all the colors of the rainbow. For your starches, Go whole grain with brown rice, quinoa, oats. Coffee can actually do more good than provide that morning caffeine fix. Up to five cups a day are associated with a range of benefits to your health. And while the new guidelines certainly don't suggest you start drinking alcohol, if you do, you should feel okay about doing it in moderation. One drink a day for women, two for men. 
And also remember that guidelines are just that, guidelines. I'm a firm believer that you already know how to eat well. So let this serve as a reminder. And don't forget your common sense. Yes, please don't forget your common sense. I was standing at the checkout line, and I saw something that literally said, Dr. Oz's new diet will help you lose something. And I'm not making this up. I want to say it was either 10 or 15 pounds in five days. And I was like, what? What do you basically just... I think it's the cut off your arms and legs diet, I think is how that works. And then you lose 15 pounds. Or maybe in that case, if that's what you believe, maybe you should cut off your head. But I was, uh, there's a new TV show called My Diet's Better Than Yours. And I really was thinking this was going to be the dumbest thing ever on TV. It's on ABC, I believe. And um, it's kind of their version of The Biggest Loser. Uh, and... What's interesting is they have all these people doing diets. Like the one guy is the no diet diet, and he basically works just on the mentality of his um, whatever subjects, I guess you could say. And it's all about, which makes sense, because if you're eating, if you're self-medicating with food and you get some sort of fat surgery and you never figured out why you're eating food, why you're emotionally eating you're not going to really fix yourself. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Then there's one guy called the wild diet and he's eating beef and bacon and all this other stuff. Well, okay. So it sounds like great. Uh, I get to eat bacon. His beef is all like, it, we're not talking burgers. We're not talking five guys here. We're talking steak basically and lean beef. And then these things again called vegetables, and fruits. I don't know if you've ever heard of these. And uh, now he does do some weird stuff where he says you have to eat fat to lose fat. And instead of having sugar in your coffee, he put in like a teaspoon of butter. That was a little wacky. Um, the no diet guy had his guy change to blue plates because blue is supposed to be like it inhibits appetite. I'm like, okay. Later they went out and hugged a tree, I'm thinking, maybe. They they sang Kumbaya. It was a little weird for me. But they did make some, that guy made some good points as well, as you got to get some sleep. And that's something that I have found, that the minute I start getting crazy and forgetting to go to bed, bam, I, I start, you know, my weight loss starts to go down. So um, one woman, seems kind of cool. I liked her idea. It was called the Fitness Mama. I think is what it was, but it basically you do tasker size. So while you're, you know, brushing your teeth, why not do some calf lifts? And when you see stairs there, you can do push-ups on those and all sorts of little ways that instead of mopping the kitchen floor, throw some rags down and slide your feet down on these rags to clean your floor. It's all ways of, of, of doing things to uh, get more exercise out of it. Now, I like that lady's idea, but her pupil was saying, yeah, but we're not talking about food. And that's when I went, mm, boy, I bet, they, I bet they don't do good. And they didn't. They finished last the one week and like next to last or four out, fourth out of sixth on the next week. Uh, one woman was all about um, kind of, oh, I don't know, yoga kind of ish kind of. Uh, what's the word for it? Middle Eastern, not Middle Eastern, tree hugging stuff, for lack of a better phrase. And that sounds so negative. I don't mean it that way. But, you know, like the one week 
Um, she was all vegan. And again, nothing against being a vegan. If you want to be a vegan, be a vegan. I am of a belief that you should eat all food in moderation. I don't think it's all about, I don't think the paleo thing works. And I don't think the vegan thing works. I think you got to have a mix of, of each. But her first week, she put her pupil on smoothies and just drank vegetables. And sure enough, after a massive change in her diet, yeah, she lost uh, some weight. But the next week, it was all about rubbing hot oil on yourself. And consequently, she lost um, zero because, again, it's it's to me, it's all about the food. So that was one. Then there was another one where the swap out diet, where instead of macaroni and cheese, you make the macaroni and cheese with cauliflower somehow. So you're swapping out different parts of food to take the nasty food and substitute it with a superfood. And that seems to be working. And so it's this whole thing. And, and this is why I like the show. It's focusing on the food. And to me, that's it. And really, all of this kind of made sense. I was like, if you could take some of this, you could come up with a plan that I think would work for you. I, I think. And the other one is they're all, most of them, uh, working out. Um, in some cases, the guy that's leading is the guy that's doing the wild diet and he's eating bacon and everything else. Um, that guy um, is also exercising. So here again, yes, it's the food, but it's also exercising. So I thought that was interesting. And on that show, they mentioned that Americans eat an average an average of 150 pounds of sugar a year. We eat uh, basically um, five over five years. We eat three hundred pounds of high fructose corn syrup, which of course I just refer to as Satan's sweat, right? So three hundred divided by five is uh, sixty pounds of HFC a year, and that stuff's just horrible for you. If you're new to high fructose corn syrup, it's this synthetic, super duper sweet, sweet, sweet sugar kind of stuff that also tricks your body into thinking it's not full. Hence, you eat more. And then we drink 200 liters of soda a year. That's a whole lot. And they showed it there. Like they showed hundred what 150 pounds of sugar looks like, what 200 liters look like. It was an amazing amount of junk that we pour in our body every year. It was amazing. And so I did like this show that's hosted by the guy that does the insanity exercise videotapes. And the only thing I hate about it is he overacts everything. He's almost like the Captain Kirk of fitness because everything is stated in a very dramatic way that this way, when you talk, everything has a dramatic pause. You know, I know I am said Sam. I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. It just, I'm like, okay, we get it. It's dramatic. And they add the big ooh-ah, ooh-ah music. The other thing I think it's not fair on that show is they're judging people based on how many pounds they lost, not the percentage of weight loss. I was like, well, that's kind of crappy. But it's an interesting show if you want to check it out. Yeah, the show is on ABC Thursdays at 9. Now, the other TV show that came back, finally, is The Biggest Loser, and I always say I like The Biggest Loser. It, it, it is missing after seeing this show. This is what The Biggest Loser needs because they got people climbing buildings now and falling off a building. And it's all about the competition. And it's all about the gym. When in reality, if you really want to lose weight quickly, 
go to the food. Now, don't starve yourself, but start with your food. Start by eating healthier. And so it came back. But what's interesting is this season is all about temptation. And at one point, they had the people showed up and they offered them $25,000 to leave. Like you can leave, you and your partner, so $12,000 a piece, you can leave and take twenty five grand, And it really had you thinking, I don't know about you guys, but that's a lot of money in my book. And to me, you have to realize that the way we're living, we're going to pay somebody now or we're going to pay them later. So if I'm not paying them now and I'm just eating whatever I want, I am going to pay for this later. There is no, this is not a free, you know, there are no free lunches and somebody's paying for this now or later. And whether it's high blood pressure, uh, maybe it's in diabetes, maybe you lose a leg to diabetes, you know, you're going to be paying somebody somewhere sometime. And so that was an interesting twist and they're going to be, going every week and I think next week they're putting a bunch of food in front of them and it's all about battling temptation. Bob Harper is now the host of the show in addition to kind of a, just a mentor and then they got the other two people that are the the basically that scream at people and tell them to exercise. So of the two shows, I'm more excited about my diet's better than yours just because it's interesting and it's a little more educational than The Biggest Loser. Um, The Biggest Loser tries, but the other thing is that The Biggest Loser is really big into product placement. For no apparent reason, they'll just start talking about Jenny O Turkey. And I'm like, really? Uh, The commercials, the 8 million commercials you run in between the show, not enough. You got to do product placement in the middle of it. So it's kind of interesting, but uh, it's back. And it just made me think, you know, would you, if you had a choice of eating cookies or 25 grand, which one would you pick? So I know in the long run, I'm going to be much happier that I'm getting my health back. But that was, I was amazed that people did. I really thought somebody was going to crack. And uh, spoiler alert, uh, nobody did. Hey, as we get ready to uh, wrap things up, I want to let you know it is that time of year again. And that is, of course, the uh, Miracle Diet. This is where they will tell you, here's, here's what you can expect in a Miracle Diet, right? Eat whatever you want. No exercise. You don't have to change at all. And you're going to drop weight like nobody's business. That is the Miracle Diet, right? Just do what you've been doing. But now... You're going to do maybe one little thing differently, and you will uh, lose weight. And I'm going to be listening to a book. You know me. I like science stuff. And there's a book called Always Hungry, and it's a endocrinologist Yeah, um, did a study. And, well, here, let me just play you this. And I was kind of bummed when I heard this because I'm like, oh, it's a miracle diet. Check this out. I'm Dr. David Ludwig, author of Always Hungry. Always hungry has a simple premise. Overeating doesn't make you fat. The process of becoming fat makes you overeat. The low-fat diet we've been told to eat for 40 years has triggered our fat cells to hoard too many calories, leaving too few for the rest of the body. So we get hungry, our metabolism slows down, 
and we gain weight. Cutting back on calories only makes this situation worse, creating a battle between mind and metabolism we're destined to lose. It's like treating fever with an ice bath. Sure, you can force temperature down for a while, but the body fights back with severe shivering and blood vessel constriction, and you'd feel miserable. Treat the cause of fever, however, and temperature decreases naturally. The cause of weight gain is too much of the hormone insulin, which drives fat cells into a feeding frenzy. Treat it, and fat cells calm down, releasing their stored calories back into the body. When that happens, cravings vanish, metabolism speeds up, and you lose weight without struggle. Part one of Always Hungry presents this radical new science in a way that's accessible to the public and credible to physicians and scientists. Part two translates the science into a three-phase program with a complete meal plan, recipes, and other supports focused on stress reduction, sleep, and enjoyable physical activities. The diet is the opposite of low-calorie, low-fat. You'll eat nuts and nut butters, full-fat dairy, rich sauces and spreads, savory proteins with vegetarian alternatives, and real chocolate. But this isn't an Atkins-type low-carb diet either. You can enjoy a range of natural carbohydrates. It's diet without deprivation. And because this approach works with, not against your body, you'll eat until satisfied, snack when hungry, and never count calories again. Finally, we pilot tested the program with over 200 participants from around the country for 16 weeks. Their authentic stories are featured throughout the book. One striking aspect of these testimonials is that cravings disappeared and well-being improved often before the first pound was shed. So I invite you to forget calories, focus on food quality, and let your body do the rest. I do like the fact that he says food quality. Maybe it's not quite the miracle, but when I hear, you know, you get to eat this and cheese and you can swim in chocolate, and that's the uh, the third person I've had, had mention real chocolate. And I need to pick up like a Hershey bar or something like that because apparently the chocolate that most of us are eating has very little of this thing called cocoa, which is actually what it's supposed to be, that uh, it's just, again, frankenfood. So I'll have a link to this out in uh, the show notes. If you go to LogicalLoss.com slash 284, I actually bought the audiobook. I'll be listening to it. Um, and that's one of the things that you have to do. Here's the thing. I'm going to be driving this week. I'm going to be going out of town uh, for work. And speaking of that, I may not have an episode next week because I'm going to be way behind because I'm not only driving out of town, I'm staying out of town for a couple of days. And that's not the normal. Usually I go out of town and I come back home and I'm going to be gone most of the week. So that means when I get back, I'm going to be catching up. But I also want to mention that I know I'm going to have a plan for two out of three days. But unless I have a fridge in my hotel, and I have zero to say with that, uh, I'm going to be in, like, and the other thing is I'm going to be doing training for my day job at a, a car company. And car companies have insane, I mean, like, Fort Knox kind of security. So it's not like I can leave and go get something to eat. And plus, when you've only got an hour to eat, and you don't know where you're at, a lot of times you end up at your good friend Wendy and, and Ronald and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm worried about lunch, but I am taking a lot of food with me, 
and I'm praying that when I get there, there's going to be a refrigerator because I'm taking a lot of chicken, um, some fruits and vegetables with me again, which should get me through day one and two. Day three is going to be the the problem, but that's where I might end up making a better bad choice. And I, I know right now I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to be looking for grocery stores while I'm there. I'm not going to be looking for fast food places. I'm going to be looking for grocery stores and things to get me back to Ohio where I live. And uh, But realize that's kind of what you have to do every week is on Sunday night go, okay, what are the challenges this week? And what can I do today while I got the day off to make my, you know, get rid of these hurdles? So for me, I'm I'm checking to make sure I got enough little frozen, you know, those little things you stick in the freezer that keep your cooler cold. Uh, I'm making sure that when I pack, I'm packing um, some things to help me exercise. I've got, you know, I'm packing uh, workout clothes because I'm going to be bored the one night out of my gourd. So plan ahead and do that and just realize that in some cases, depending on the scenario, I might be painted into a corner and I'm going to do everything I can to avoid fast food. And so we'll see what happens. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, so I'll leave it at that. So I hope you're doing okay. It is uh, January 10th as I record this. We're halfway almost through the month. And this is about the time that if you start off the first week and you're like, yeah, this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. And now maybe you're like, ah, you're falling back into those old habits. That's okay. You, You don't have to be perfect. You just can't quit. So failure, when you do something and it doesn't turn out the way you want, that's not a failure. That's feedback. It's feedback. And you can say, okay, this didn't work. Now, what can I do to where I won't trip over this same old hurdle again? So it's not failure. It's feedback. And take that feedback and make some changes, come up with a new plan, and try that and see if that works. And if that doesn't work, well, okay, that's some more feedback. Now, you know two ways that it doesn't work. And just keep trying. But I know for me, the things that really made the biggest difference was changing my food. I drink a lot of water. I drink, I eat a lot of chicken and turkey and fish and beef and vegetables. I eat a lot. I mean, I should turn, I should be like the Grolly, the Jolly Green Giant because I eat enough broccoli to choke on. But you can do this. You can. I believe you. I know, I always say, remember, you are not the, you know, your, your past does not define you. It only defines your past, and you still have a chance now to redefine your future. But you got to try, and you got to do it smart. So when you learn a lesson, go, all right, and see what we can do. So I know one of the things I'm doing is I'm going to leave earlier, if I can, on my trip. Because when I get to a hotel, and it's kind of late, and I'm kind of stressed out about the next day, uh, and I'm tired. So I'm tired and stressed. A lot of times we'll hit the vending machine. That's what I've done in the past. So how am I avoiding that? Well, I'm going to leave earlier, and I'm much better prepared for what I'm doing. So the stress is going to be less, and when I get there then, I should do this thing called, um, oh, that's right, sleep. I should have said this at the beginning of the show. Thank you to Debbie Siegler who went out to LogicalLoss.com and uh, chipped in some money to help cover the cost of the podcast. 
And of course, if you don't want to donate, you can go out to logicalloss.com slash support and uh, click on the Amazon banner. And when you do that, we earn a small little commission. doesn't cost you any more money. Just shop away like you normally do. And we earn a small little finder's fee for that and helps pay for the, uh, the podcast, the bandwidth, the email list, all that other fun-filled stuff. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise.